The scripture reading this morning comes from Mark chapter 10, verses 13 to 16. People were bringing little children to him in order that he might touch them, and the di disciples spoke sternly to them. But when Jesus saw this, he was indignant and said to them, Let the little children come to me. Do not stop them, for it is to such as these that the kingdom of God belongs. Truly I tell you, whoever does not receive the kingdom of God as a little child will never enter it. And he took them up in his arms, laid his hands on them, and blessed them. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks. Thank God. Hmm. I can't believe I did that. I just can't. I can't believe it. I, I should have known better. It's just, I know I, I, I could have done it if I've just thought about it, but I, I just, oh, hi. I'm sorry. I, I'm a little upset with myself. You see, I, I left something out of my gospel and I should have put it in there. I, I really should have. My name is John. Uh, I wrote the Gospel of John. You maybe, maybe you've heard of that, the good news of John. <laughs> well, see, I, I wasn't, I'm sure you know, I, I wasn't the only Gospel writer. There were three others, Matthew, Mark, and Luke, and they all told the story about Jesus welcoming the children. You know, he said, let the, let the little children come. Do not stop them, for to such as these the kingdom of God belongs I didn't put it in my gospel. I, all, all of the, they did it, but not me. No, not me, not John. No, I left it out. <laughs> They're known as the syn synoptic gospels, you know, synoptic Greek words meaning, you know, one and eye, one eye. They, they kind of look at Jesus with one eye. <laughs> my eye was blind that day. I, I, I just didn't put it in my gospel. Oh, you see, I think they got the message and I didn't. We, we often miss the message of God. You see, what it comes down to is that, well, I thought, I thought Jesus had an unrealistic unre view of children, you know, I thought what he was trying to say to, to us is that children are perfect, you know. And then we're supposed to be perfect like children. That's what I thought he was saying, and I didn't remember him. My gospel was written after all the other gospels were written. I, I saw this story there. I saw they had each written about this event. I was there. But I, I really didn't want to tell anybody about it. I kept it out of my gospel because I, you know, I, Jesus didn't have any children. He doesn't, he didn't know what children were like. You and I know that children are not perfect. Some of them are downright hateful, you know. And, and you know, think about it. You, you know children in your life. Some of them are really selfish, you know. Gimme, gimme, gimme. You want to keep all their toys, keep everything that they have to themselves, some children are 
Well, really, most children are self-centered. I mean, the whole world revolves around them. <laughs> you know, and I don't know. They, they can be dangerous, too. Yeah. If not to other people, they're often dangerous to themselves. They don't seem to know what the, what, what to do, you know. I grant you, there, there are a lot of wonderful traits that children have. They're not, they're not all bad. I, I'm probably painting a horrible picture of children. but We all know children are good and bad, just like adults, you know. And they, they can be very generous. They can give away their toys as, as much as they might keep them. Yeah, and, and they, can, they can be awfully honest. Brutally honest, you know, but it's, it's a wonderful trait to have. We, sh- we should all be so honest. They can be loving and kind. <laughs> and most often, they're just downright humble. I-, I guess that's why Jesus once said that, you know, we, we must humble ourselves like a child if we ever want to see the kingdom of God. You see, I, I didn't realize what Jesus was trying to teach us that day. I, I just didn't get it like, like the other gospel writers did. That's why I left it out of my gospel. See, I, I thought maybe Jesus was talking about these attributes of children, you know? You know, let the children come to me. You know, let's, let's all celebrate all the good things that children do as, as if they don't ever do anything wrong, you know? All the good qualities, being kind and generous and humble and honest, but I, I, now that I think about it, as I think about my gospel and why I should have included this story, I, I think that he was saying something far more profound than that. You see, I, I think he was saying, let the little children come to me so that we might begin to look at them differently, see them differently, because you see, in my day, children were, were, were considered Second-class citizens, they were less than human, really, in so many ways. Uh, we, we, we treated them like servants. That's, that's why we wanted lots of children, because we wanted lots of servants. We, we wanted to have enough children to take care of the crops, and enough children to watch the sheep and the cattle and, and to take care of all the things that we amass. That's, we just wanted children to help us out, you know, we adults. <laughs> yeah, we, I guess, in a lot of ways, we treated children like, like we treated women and, and uh, the poor, people who were sick, People who were different, the outcasts. That's that's how we treated children, just waiting and praying they grow up and become adults, and then they can get out of the out of the tent. <laughs> yeah, we we saw them in a way that I think Jesus realized and was trying to tell us it, it wasn't the right way to see people, it wasn't the right way to see children, and it wasn't the right way to see anyone. And I should have known, I should have known because he was telling us this all the time. Everywhere we went, every person he met, he was trying to teach us to see people differently. I should have realized that's what he was doing that day. 
Like that time up at Jacob's well when when he sat there in the middle of broad daylight, in the middle of the day, talking to a woman of all things, and, and she was a Samaritan woman. And on top of that... And he saw her in a way that no one else saw her. That's why we sh- she was there in the middle of the day, because everyone else saw her as a sinner. And so she could only come then when all the respectable women were back in their tents. And... But he sat there and he saw a woman who had real value. And, and so he asked her for a drink of water. And everyone else thought she had nothing to give, but Jesus saw someone who had something to offer, and so he asked her for a drink. And the blind man, remember when when he healed the blind man? I wrote about it in my gospel. What did we see as disciples, as followers of the Lord? What did we see but just... We saw someone to blame. We didn't see a man that had never seen the sunrise in his whole life, who had never seen a sunset, who had never put his eyes on his parents or his, any other family member. We didn't see that. What we saw was someone that was cursed and somebody was to blame for it. And that's why we asked him, who sinned? Who sinned? This man or someone else that he was born blind? Jesus made it pretty clear that day that That blindness was really more for us than anything else to show us how blind we were. We we, we didn't even see the man who was there. We saw beyond him, just like we didn't see children, just like we didn't see the woman at the well. He treated lepers like, like they were his best friends. He healed them. He touched them. He cared for them while we put them away off in caves and saw them as somehow being cursed. He treated tax collectors like they were the the most religious of our Jewish sect. He ate in their homes, broke bread with them. He even even invited one to be one of the disciples, Matthew. Some of you may know him as Levi. You see, over and over again, he was trying to teach us to look at people differently. That's what he was trying to do. But but we we were so caught up in our own biases and prejudices that we didn't see any of that. And I certainly didn't see it that day when he invited the children to come come forward. When the woman who was caught in adultery was dragged out into the middle of the street, all the religious folks judged her. They were quick to see her as a sinner and ready to exact justice. But Jesus saw a woman in in need of mercy and forgiveness. He he called them off and invited her to change her life, to to live differently. But, but, But it was like he was empowering her to do that by his very loving of her. Don't you see, Jesus was showing us, he was teaching us and showing us by his example that that we're to look at people differently. When Nicodemus came to Jesus in the night, Jesus told him he had to be born again if he wanted to see the kingdom of God. 
And Nicodemus, just like the rest of us, immediately thought, how are we going to do that? How, how am I, am I going to go back in my mother's womb and become a baby? Am I going to, am I going to, do I have to be a child again? Just like I thought when Jesus said, let the little children come to me. I thought he was trying to say, well, we've got to be just like those little children. But that's not what he was saying. He was, he was trying to say to Nicodemus and he's trying to say to us that if we want to be a part of God's kingdom, we've got we've to be changed. We've got to look at the world differently. We've got to see people differently. We've got to be so, so different. It's like we're beginning all over again. We've got to be born again inside in our hearts so our eyes will see differently. He invited the children to come forward as if he were inviting anyone who felt small and and left out in society. Anyone who felt like everyone else saw them as servants or somehow less less than human. He was saying, you come to me, you come on. And he was inviting the rest of us to see them to see them as our brothers and sisters, to see them as God's children. All God's children, you see, are welcome in the kingdom. And that's what he wanted me to know and what he wanted you to know and what he wanted anyone who had the ears to hear. That the kingdom of God is is available to all God's children. That's why I've come back here, you see. That's why I've brought my gospel. Because I I feel so bad about having left that story out. And I want to say I'm sorry. I'm sorry that I did that. I just didn't understand. But I, I can't write it on this parchment anymore, and I don't really need to. Because I want Jesus to know that I'm going to write it on my heart. I'm going to write his lesson on my heart. That all God's children are welcome and encouraged to be part of the kingdom. I wonder, would you like to do the same thing? Let us pray. Lord, forgive us for our blindness. Forgive us for our self-righteousness. Forgive us for thinking that the other has to be perfect before they're allowed into the kingdom. Forgive us for not seeing your children for who they are, our brothers and sisters. Help us, Lord to open our arms to all who will come. Amen.